Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. All right, so we are back, and joining us is returning guest, friend of the show, writer of Captain Marvel, Ghost, and Avengers Assemble, Kelly Sudaconic. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Now, Kelly, first of all, before we start out, yes. last time we talked to you was right before Captain Marvel came out. You weren't writing Ghost. You weren't writing Avengers Assemble, or at least they weren't out yet. Is Talking Comics responsible for <laughs> this, your surge in work and popularity? I... I, uh, I do the math. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You're welcome. <laughs> well, we did get those buttons last week, so we thank you for those. I'm wearing my button right now, actually. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Little Captain Marvel button there, huh? That's right. Nice. Aw, right on. Yes. All right, so um, that was my first question, but Bob has been begging me to ask the first yes. question. Right. I'm Tia Leone in Deep Impact. I want to ask the, the first question. This is the weirdest reference ever. <laughs> weirdest reference ever. Did you get it. Are you, I do. are you wearing your tux, Bob? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. As a matter of he fact, totally is. is. Come on, we have a special guest here, so we have, <laughs> have to dress up. So anyway, uh, the launch of Captain Marvel has born readers, cosplayers, fan and pro artists, crafters of all sorts who are just passionate about your take on Carol. Uh, when you signed on, did you see this potential to energize a portion of the reader base that was disenfranchised? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> No, um, uh, I thought we were going to get canceled after six issues. Uh, I, I, um, that was kind of the hilarious thing. I mean, not, not to my editors, but, um, uh, I, I didn't really think much past six issues cause I was pretty sure that wasn't going to happen. So, um, so when they were one of the solicits for seven, it was like, Oh, uh, <laughs> Let me get back to you on that. Storylines? Yeah, where are we going to go here? Yeah, so, um, so yeah, I had I had been promising, like, you know, I, 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 if we get to go, um, I want to bring Monica Rambeau in, and so it was like, well, let's yeah. go ahead and keep that promise right away. Right. Um, no, I, can I take a follow yeah, up? Yeah, okay, with uh, with Monica, I mean, you have so many callbacks to the earlier characters and issues, you know, through the first seven here. And her banter back and forth over the name is just priceless. Oh, thank you. You know, uh, and actually, I have, I don't know if you're familiar with Luke Cage Power Man number 21, which is sitting here in my little pile here, where when he changed his name, the villainous Power Man shows up to fight him over the name. <laughs> That's it's fantastic. Like, right, no, Luke Cage, I didn't know that. Oh, you got you to go check on that. Yeah, Luke Cage eventually just fires him out of the theater on his tuchus. That's um, fantastic. Are we going to get to see more of Monica moving forward or in the pages of Captain Whizbang? Oh, man, I would love it. Um, <laughs> right now, 
uh, uh, light bright is off in New Orleans. Okay. Um, uh, doing her thing. But if if I have if if I have a story reason that can bring her back, I I'll absolutely do it. I I really like the two of them. Um, I like her spirit. I think she's great. Um, and uh, and I you know it's 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 hard to boss Carol around. Uh, and somehow Monica can, you yeah. know, I don't know what that is exactly, but, uh, but it amuses me. I like that. <laughs> well, it amuses us too. She, I guess she outranks her by having the name first, but uh, I, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess that's it. You just have to do the Google search. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Stephanie, let me throw it to you. Uh, yeah, sure. So sticking with, um, Captain Marvel, one of our listeners, Leonardo, Nieves. I'm sorry if I'm not saying your right, name right. That sounds right. <laughs> but yeah. anyways, um, he wanted to know what exactly are Captain Marvel's powers? Because um, we get little glimpses of things, but I don't think they're ever really uh, explained fully. Um, she, the, the, the way that I, um, okay, so in, in the, uh, how many times am I going to start this sentence, you think? <laughs> um, uh, Two more times. In the original series, the powers of um, of, of Captain Marvel, Marvel, the Kree warrior, were um, transferred to her body when the Psyche Magnetron machine exploded. So, so she, in in essence, became at the DNA level a um, <clears throat> a human Kree uh, <laughs> <laughs> hybrid. Thank you, Jerry Conway. Um, right. Originally, the uh, the power of flight was in her costume; it wasn't in her body, hmm. um, which is sort of interesting. Um, <laughs> and sorry, I'm getting a text message. That's bad manners, but it's my husband. He has the children. I have to answer him. <laughs> um, and uh, I think. Later, I can't remember what the story reason was, but but obviously, uh, it, like a, it was a handful of issues in that they realized that that was kind of a problem, um, and they uh, they there was I can't remember the device they used. There was there was something happened. Modok hit her with a ray, or something mm-hmm. happened. Something transferred uh, the the power of a flight from the costume then into her body. Um, It's, she is, she doesn't have a great power set for, um, you know, the, the folks that like to do the, the, the sciencey stuff with it. Um, uh, The way I, because like, I, I have made it for myself. Well, the, because she metabolizes energy, the way that she flies is that she um, expels the energy as heat in a downward motion. So she basically turns herself into an engine. Oh. Don't think too hard about that because it really yeah. doesn't hold up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, but if, if you don't want an explanation for it, if you just want to know what she can do, um, she's super strong. She's super fast. Um, she has uh, uh, stamina. Um, uh, she can fly. Um, uh, the way she, she's 
virtually indestructible. Um, the way that we uh, talk about it is that, like, um, like, like with her helmet, um, she doesn't really need the, the the helmet that comes up. She doesn't she doesn't need it from the sense that, like, uh, you know, she's not going to get injured, but uh, but she's not invulnerable to pain. So she can say, you know, fly out of the atmosphere or re-enter the atmosphere without the helmet, but um, it hurts like hell. So why <laughs> not bring it up and protect her skin a little bit? Mm-hmm. Um, she can absorb and metabolize any energy except magic energy. Uh, she fires photon blasts from her hands. Um, and uh, I've had her be able to control it and something as small as uh, fixing a um, a coffee pot. Um, <laughs> Very handy. Yes. Um, uh, not not related to her power set, but like just sort of in her skill set. Um, she's a, a great fighter and a pilot. Um, and what else? I think that's about it. Um, we have. It goes back and forth. It um, it's not. It, it's not like on the on the official Marvel wiki. Uh, uh, the, the the I don't believe, and I I'm not 100 percent sure of this, but I believe when I was going through this in the beginning, really trying to make sure I had it. Um, there was a. We had to in the in the editorial office. We weren't. We were going back and forth as to whether she needed to breathe. I decided. <laughs> I preferred that she needed to breathe. Mm-hmm. So um, working with some of what the the uh, early astronauts were able to do, um, just from her, her will and her training, she can hold her breath for up to four minutes. And because she's so fast, she can fly into space in that time. And then in that first issue, one of the things that, that – we did to kind of establish her as an adrenaline junkie is this, there's this thing that she does just to kind of get out of her head where she flies up to the edge. She holds her breath. She flies up to the edge of space. Um, and then she just kind of hangs out there, um, in awe of, you know, the wonder of the universe, um, uh, and, uh, passes out. And as she falls to the earth, um, her body creates friction, which, she then absorbs because she absorbs energy, which then um, is like a jolt to her heart, which then revives her, which pulls her out of the fall in time to save herself. Um, and huh. that's like, you know, a thing she does on a Sunday. She <laughs> <can>. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, uh, Bob had mentioned before about, you know, not expect you said not you didn't expect a reaction to Captain Marvel, but what has that reaction been like? You know, from your perspective, like the the things that people have sent to you, like what you know has been overwhelming. Have you has you just been basking in it? What's it been like? Can I, you know what? Can I interrupt for one second? I'm going to come back to that one. Yeah. There's also there's another thing in her power set that um uh we have just decided to uh uh ignore <laughs> because uh it it is uh hilarious um which is she has something called a seventh sense yeah uh which i don't know why that is as funny to me as it is it's not a sixth sense she has a seventh sense it's even better (laughs) um 
my my bet um i've never spoken to jerry conway who was her original no. creator um so i i i don't know what the thinking was here my guess is that that was meant to be a nod to women's intuition um but uh i've never understood uh, how it how it worked exactly and uh <laughs> And so we, uh, Steve Wacker and I had a long conversation about it in the very beginning and decided that we would, we were just, um, uh, we were just not going to talk about it. It's, uh, it's broccoli people, which is, yes. um, <laughs> when, uh, when Fraction took over, um, Iron Fist, there was a, a big conversation about, you know, how, how you take this character and like, how do you deal with all of the the continuity respectfully, but also kind of weed out the stuff that that just doesn't age well? Mm-hmm. And um, and there's like there's all this stuff with the uh, with like the broccoli people in the in the history of uh, and they're not called the broccoli people, but if you yes, see them, are. you'll yeah, know no. them. You'll go, oh, those must be the broccoli people. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guy with the ray gun from Avengers Four and. Phoenix yeah. ate them all, but blew them all up, and um, it, it's a, yeah, it's a, yeah. it's like a big part of the history of of uh, Iron Fist, and uh, but it just it just does not hold up, and so rather than like, you know, uh, reconning them out of existence or anything, you just don't talk about the broccoli people. Yeah. We just sort of forget about the broccoli people. So uh, Carol's broccoli people is uh, is her seventh yeah. sense. <laughs> so, wow. Okay, that was a really long story. I'm sorry. How is uh, the reaction, um, uh, what's that been like? It's been awesome. It has been overwhelming and fantastic and amazing. We had fan art in our first issue. Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah, yeah. Our, uh, our resident artist, Hanny, she had a uh, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel in the back. That's awesome. Yes. I think I know which piece that was. She, uh, well, if you check out the she, Talking Comics oh. website, she designed all of our avatars. Mm-hmm. She's also the one who did that. I think you just reblogged it on Tumblr, but it was um, the Captain Marvel dress, like the ball gown kind of thing. Yes. 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 You know, I've never known how to pronounce her name. It's uh, Nur Hani Mode is her name. She is We're really, friends. really gifted. She is fantastic. Yes, she is. She is really great. And as a sidebar to that, prints are available for christmas yes they are i have a package and root right now oh i wasn't supposed to tell you guys that whoops Oops. when when that gets uh uh when when this podcast goes up you find people who are listening to it i'm sure that there will be a link right underneath yeah yeah (laughs) indeed indeed she's really great but yeah she was the one that had the uh fan art in the back of your number one very cool Yay. <laughs> Huzzah. Hey. All right. What else we got? Yeah. Um, well, I had a quick follow-up yeah, sure. to, to this sort of reaction question. It was a question from Sarah Bell, uh, okay. who uh, chimed in with, what do you feel about people who are actually dropping other books because they want to follow your, you know, Captain Marvel because of a strong female character or then you as, as the creator of this new version? I've never thought about that. Um uh, I, I don't know. Now I feel bad. Thanks, Sarah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I, I think she means it, obviously, as, you know, that you're setting a character out there that, that speaks to them, and they'd much yeah. rather read what you're doing than what someone else is doing with, what can we say, you know, Catwoman. 
or what, what had been happening over there? I don't really mean to be picking on her. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I really not, not thought about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I tend not to, I, I try not to focus too much on, um, I mean, obviously I have bills to pay and, and I want my books to do well, but I try to not to focus too much on the, um, on the, on the marketing and not marketing. What is it? Like, I, I don't look at my sales figures at, unless okay. someone surprises me with them. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that there are certain things that are out of my control. Um, and the only thing I can do is write the books that I want to write, like the, the books that I want to read, um, make the sure. stuff that I like, hope other people like it too, try to continue to improve, understand sometimes I'm going to go the wrong way. And um, I don't know. I'm just, I just try to be, um, let go as much of that as possible because um, I think you can make yourself absolutely insane with that. Sure. Yeah, um, absolutely. I've got a quick question for you. Well, actually, rather one of our listeners does. Um, you've been working on Ghost with Dark Horse and obviously Captain Marvel, but to take things away from Captain Marvel a bit, uh, Destiny, I'm not even going to try and pronounce your last name. If you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, I, I doubt there's that many people named Destiny listening to the podcast. So <laughs> anyways, her question is, uh, what, if any, creator-owned comics are you working on? Um, I am working on a creator-owned book with Emma Rios. Um, nice. That is called Pretty Deadly. Um, it is a Western. I'm not wow. talking about it too much right now. I mean, it's it's been announced. You've seen mention of it here and there. Um, but we haven't started promoting it because um, it really won't come out until the spring of next year. And I don't want people to be um, bored with it before it ever hits. Mm -hmm. Do you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, like like sometimes occasionally they'll start showing, they'll start advertising movies like a year before they come out. Sure. And by the time the movie comes out, you're like, I thought that came and went already. <laughs> uh, and we don't want to do that with pretty deadly. So we're kind of trying to keep mum about it as much as we can, but it's hard when you see art come in from Emma Rios, that is just astonishing. Um, I have a I have a printout right in front of me of what do we got here. One, two, three, four, five, six pages, and behind me, tacked up on the wall, I have a whole bunch of concept sketches, and they are stunning. Nothing less than stunning. Um, is that going to be with image or be with image? Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, 2013. Um, and image does a cool thing where they don't let you, uh, solicit until you have three in the can, which I think is really yeah. smart, particularly with creator owned books, which people tend to try to fit around their, um, their work for hire stuff. So the, you know, deadlines get, pushed and it's it's hard to make it a priority because um it, because because you're the boss you know so um uh their their, their format there is is really smart so that nobody's uh and nobody's left waiting there's a good head start on it um and uh and so that that's why you won't expect to see it until the spring all right 
Very nice. So speaking of other books that you're doing, uh, we had a couple questions about Ghost. Steve, you had one, right? Yes. Uh, Brian Frederick Kelly says, I'm loving Ghost. I subscribe, and it's one of those books uh, that right after I finish the issue, I want the next one. How many issues do you see this series going? Well, it is a uh, it is a miniseries. It is uh, uh, four issues and the zero issue. Um, so... So that is what I see. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Um, should I? I should read the other one, right? Yeah, Real absolutely. Quick? Yeah. All right. Um, similar question. Declan Ga- Glasgow wants to know: Will you continue to work with Dexter Soy on the awesome Captain Marvel series? I think. Let's see. Philip Andrade is doing is drawing uh, Captain Marvel right now, and I am not sure if. Dex is on break. Um, I have a call with the Captain Marvel office tomorrow, and I'll I'll probably get that. So I don't know if Dex is on break or if Dex is um, m- moving on from us. But um, I can't imagine. I don't know how he would resist Carol's charms. Exactly. I don't know if we will pull him back in at some point. <laughs> he does such a phenomenal job with her, um, and he is so so gifted. Um, Yes, so Philip Andrade is, is working on it right now, um, and I I believe he is on for at least the next four issues. So I'm not sure if uh, if Dex rota- rotates in after that or what the plan is. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to something else, I have an Avengers Assemble question, sort of. Well, it's sort okay. of a question. It's sort of it really is about Avengers Assemble. But I think my favorite moment in comics a year is. Hulk, make a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I nearly lost my own lunch reading. reading it was that. a big week for sandwiches uh, that week between the bat sandwich and the Hulk sandwich. Yeah. And, and muffins over in uh, Fantastic Four, too. And I, <laughs> your sense of humor, really, it, it permeates all your books and Matt's, too. What are your dinner table conversations like? And, and should I ask, do you, do you eat kale while you're at it? I love kale smoothies. I really love kale smoothies unironically. Um, and I was on a kick there for a while. Um, I have like one of those, um, uh, what is that? Vitamix Vita- blenders? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Vita Vita I can make blend concrete. I don't know. I think it's amazing. Um, and I get a big old bag of kale from um, Costco. I'm not kidding. Um and I put, uh, uh, I'm going to give you my, my kale smoothie recipe here. Okay, uh, I'm a big fan of kale myself, so go for it. <laughs> so um, uh, it's grapefruit juice and, uh, and kale and parsley and um, uh, mint Ooh. And, uh, and a banana. Well, of course. Uh, it has <laughs> to do with apple juice, and quite frankly, the apple juice is a little better. But... Um, but for some reason, I feel less guilty about the grapefruit juice. And I think they're probably both super sugary, so I'm not sure why I'm... Uh, the kale balances it out. You're okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, you're having a kale you... smoothie. I don't think you're really really about you know the decadence of what you're eating. <laughs> yeah, we'll exchange kale recipes off air. Yeah. All right. It's, it's great. I also like kale chips. My best friend loves kale chips. She's like addicted to them. She makes them all the time. Yeah, you have to make them because they're so expensive. I don't have a dehydrator, but um, um, Elisa Bendis does, so she trades me for stuff. <laughs> I don't think my best friend does, so I don't know how she makes them, but I, I'll, I'll have to find out. 
can do it on a low temperature in the stove, but I believe it takes a really long time. I'm Man, sure. who who knew that kale was uh, oh. such a treat? Oh, it's a great. <laughs> you make a great. There's a great German soup called Pinkelverse, but we'll we'll go on that later. It doesn't even sound real. It's a real. Trust <laughs> me. It's 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 a, it's a sausage made with uh, oats and suet and spices, and you let it simmer for hours and put smoked pork in it. It's great it's stuff. Like Batmite's favorite food, Pinkelverse. <laughs> it might be. Or, <laughs> sounds like a just, Weezer album. Yeah. No, it's one of those alternate universes where just kale with Kelly Sue. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe we should move. I would just ask you about your your sense of humor. Cooking how, how, kale with Kelly. <laughs> just how important you find, you know, uh, lightening things up here and there. It's it's a very sort of silver bronze age way of telling the story. I love it. Oh yay! Well, thank you. Um, I I don't know how to do it any other way. So I'm glad you like it. Thank you. Um, I think we had a question from a listener about a uh, character in Avengers Assemble uh, oh. that they want to see more of. Right, Stephanie? Uh, yeah, actually. Um. Let me see. Uh, I think it was from Mara, one of our contributors. Uh, she wanted to know if you had any plans for a Spider-Woman series in the future or just anything to do with her at all. She's so fantastic. Um, she's in my first two arcs of Avengers Assemble. Um, she is the only character in both arcs. Um, and uh, I know I have no plans for a Spider-Woman series. Um, I, you know, it's... Man, Brian Bendis just kind of nailed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Spider Woman, Agent of of uh, Shield, is just yep. what, was it Shield or Sword? It's Sword. Sorry, mm-hmm. uh, is uh, uh, with with Alex Maleev is so fantastic. I'm not sure that I would want to. Um, it's, I'm not sure I'd want to follow that directly although i i just followed him directly on avengers assemble right. so i don't know maybe i'll <laughs> suck it up but <laughs> but yeah no no plans for that but i do love the character um also from mara um and i guess i forgot to say she wanted to uh, let you know that she's absolutely loving captain marvel and that she's put a poster up of captain marvel at her desk um but she also wanted to uh ask you if you have any female fans or not well. You have female fans. Advice for female fans on how to be more involved in the comic book community. What a great question that is. Um, hmm. Let's see. I guess don't. I, I would encourage people to um, find. Find places that embrace them. You know, like I always tell, there are so many amazing, wonderful comic book stores out there that um, that understand that they can be more than just a retail outlet. That there's there's a kind of um, community hub aspect to the best shops. You know, and um, and the best shops are are welcoming shops. So if anyone makes you feel uncomfortable or unwelcome, do not give them your business. Find a shop. Don't don't walk away from comics. <laughs> we yeah. want you. We need you. Um, but but don't support stores that don't make you feel welcome. Um, support the stores that understand what a treasure you are. Um, and then there's also so many fantastic online comic book communities. Um, 
and I am I am loving the uh, the women on um, on Tumblr that there's a really vocal uh, Carol Danvers. We call it the Carol Corps. This just <laughs> of really fantastic, amazing fans on Tumblr. Um, the uh, Avengers kids on Tumblr are also incredible. What has been amazing to me is how many of them came to comics from the movie. I was shocked. I sort of thought that 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 was an apocryphal thing. That like, oh yeah, the big comic book movie comes out and. Um, and and yeah, and then and then people get into comics from that. Um, I mean, I guess Matt understood it better, having worked on Iron Man in conjunction with the the release of the Robert Downey Jr. film. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I have I have been shocked at how many um, messages I've gotten on Tumblr from people who say that. They came. They they haven't been reading for very long. They started after the movie because they loved the movie, which is great. That's wonderful. I loved the movie. Mm-hmm. You know. I think it's really important too to have books out there that people can pick up really easy after seeing the movie, and you know, only knowing a few different titles. And it's great to have those strong titles that tie in that they can just jump onto. That's a thing that we talk about all the time how um i think i think you and i talked about this um on your show the last time that it's just as a um as a community i think we have as an industry we have so so far to go to make ourselves um welcoming mm-hmm. uh, readers um we have we we can you know the 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 continuity fan service is is great and it's a lot of fun but it can become um when it becomes the point it's self-defeating um and uh you know if if somebody walks into a shop and and they basically need a guide um i don't know i feel like we're doing something wrong i think i and you know this is i again i feel like i'm repeating myself here but i think that that was that was the thing about the manga boom was nobody needed a guide to start reading manga mm-hmm. um they knew you know like if you know where if you knew where to find a bookstore during the boom you could find the manga section you can navigate it yourself because you understood you understand how numbers work and you know how to read the back of a book Right. You know, the only thing that you might do wrong was you might start reading it from the wrong direction. But when you opened it up, they put that giant <laughs> stop sign in that explained, no, no, turn this book over. These read the other way, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and with comics, you 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 really do kind of need someone to say, you know, OK, you know, let's figure out. Do you want to read superhero stuff? Um, um, if so, you know, are 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 you going to be a, a a Marvel kid or a DC kid? Are we going to mix it up a little bit? What are you interested in? Are you character driven or event driven? You know, do you want to follow a particular creator? Let's find a number one. You know what I mean? Like it's where's a good jumping on point? It's so hard for people to understand that you know, yeah, you can jump on at issue six twenty seven or whatever. You yeah. know, um, it ties and, into having a really good local comic book shop as well. 
Yes, absolutely. I, I mean, that is the only way to do it right now. It's it's you have to have a guide. You have to have a good shop, and you have to have a um, uh, a, a good clerk, or you have to have friends online who will point you towards an, an online source and explain to you where good jumping on points are. There's also, I think, there's something that we do as creators, which, you know, we're we are the the official line is that like you know anybody can jump on at any point um and i think that that's what we're supposed to pretend that like you know yeah you can pick up any book and any issue and you should be able to jump right in and that's just not true <laughs> it's not yeah. and and i think i think it's not i think it's not fair to new readers you know i mean um like, like you, sure, yes, you could pick up any book at any issue and try to follow along. But I think if we make more of the really good jumping on points, you know, like with, with Captain Marvel, we had two really good jumping on points at issue seven and issue nine. And I've been trying to make a lot of hay um, in in interviews as much as I can and say, you know, if, if you've heard things and you've been interested in picking it up, you know, if you want to go back and see if you can track down the first six, great, fantastic. You don't have to. You can start fresh at issue seven. You're going to be just fine. You need to know nothing. You can come right in at issue nine. You're going to pick up no problem. Um, you, know, you know, and just kind of letting people know. Adventures Assemble um, first issue my first issue was a number nine issue it's part of the marvel now initiative but it's not a one mm -hmm. so really trying to to get out to people that yeah you can jump on at issue nine with no hitches um is a thing that's a thing you have to kind of say over and over and over again we got another one coming up you can jump on an issue 12 with no hitches if you haven't joined in yet join us at 12 no mm -hmm. problems no hiccups so yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I've talked ad nauseum about the Mark Wade Daredevil book, but I, one of the greatest things about that book is that every single issue, he kind of re-explains who Daredevil is, what he's doing, and the situation that he's in, and he does it in a very artful way, and I find that to be one of the greatest things about that book, that I can pick up that book, and even though I've been reading it for a very long time now, he re-explains things, but I never feel like he's shoving anything down my throat. You know, it, it's so done so well, and I feel like that there's room for that other places. Yeah, I, ideally every book should be like that, mm -hmm. but I, I just, I think it's unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Yes, it is. Yes. <laughs> you know, particularly when, when we get into, you know, some of the the really complicated arcs. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, there there's, there's I, I, I always imagine that people don't read the recap pages. The recap pages are there for you um, and almost all all the books now I think but um I think most people just skip them so um um you know I try to I try to do that as much as I can but I think you know um Chris and I did a good one I think at the front of of issue eight um I think the first page of issue eight of Captain Marvel does a good job of giving you everything you needed to know in case you didn't read seven or you hadn't read seven in a while, but, um, but it's hard to do that in a way that doesn't feel like laying pipe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know, maybe, maybe this is just a skill I need to work on. Maybe I'm wrong, but. No, I, I thought issue nine of assemble was definitely a great jumping on point. You also had the tone of the movie 
you know, the, this sort of lighthearted banter going on. You, you, the Tony there was obviously, you know, the Robert Downey, Tony Stark. You yeah. know, that's sort of little wicked. Mm-hmm. You know, he's willing to walk naked from the Baxter building. <laughs> um, no, and, I just, I just got pages for issue 11 today. Um, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh oh. <laughs> but really, you would, the two new characters to people would be Spider Woman and Carol there, and they're introduced in a way that you get to know within pages who these people are, what they're about, what their powers are. That was, that was very well done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I've got one more question for you. Um, speaking of, you know, people who are just trying to get into comics and local comic book shops, uh, trying to go there and find something to read. Um, is there any comics or graphic novels that um, you would suggest to somebody who is just getting into comics? Mine, of course. <laughs> uh, uh, you know what? It would really, it would, I, I, it would really sort of depend on the person, I think. I think that's a, a it, it depends on what, you know, what do you like to read? I think that that's, I think that's the reason you need a great clerk or you need, um, you know, like we, like we almost need, we, it's like the buddy system bringing people into comics, you know? Um, like the, the classic example is like, you know, the, the guy who writes, to the comic book site and says, um, I'm trying to get my girlfriend into comics. What comics <laughs> should I give her? And like, well, you should talk to her and find <laughs> out what she wants to read because it, it, like, it sort of depends on what the person is interested in. You know, if they're, um, if, if they're if, like, I think the Marvel universe and the DC universe are, are pretty different. And then, within those universes there's some books that are darker and some books that are lighter and like sort of you know what do they want to get out of the experience are they coming to it from a movie fandom then um you know if you if you dug the avengers movie then yeah i'm i would love it if you would pick up avengers assemble but um uh you know if you were into the dark knight movies I mean, never mind the two universes or the characters, like the tone is drastically different than mm-hmm. what I'm doing. So m- my book, even though I feel like it's super accessible, is not the book you want. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, so it, it really is about who the person is and, and like what, what they're interested in reading. Like what kind, of, what kind of prose books do you like to read? I think that's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you like crime stuff. You should check out Ed Brubaker. You are totally gonna dig it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's a great point. Right. I mean, um, and Kelly, so we could talk to you all night, but we're going to have to let you go at this point. Um, I want to thank you so much for joining us again. Tell everybody where all your books are, what books are out, um, and how they can get in touch with you. Okay. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at at Kelly Sue K E L L Y-S-U-E, um, or at my website, kellysue.com, um, and I'm pretty accessible. And are you calling Mike Allred now? We are about to call Mike, yes. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> he is like a karaoke master. Do you know that about him? We uh we are we have a question lined up for yeah. uh, about the karaoke, yeah. <laughs> and you All guys right. are kind of neighbors, right? You're in Portland, he's in Eugene. Yeah, we don't um it's a, it's a little further than we'd like, but um uh but we see him a couple times a year for like ser- literally seriously for karaoke parties. Wow. Uh, <laughs> He's amazing, and uh, he and Matt try to uh, like out David Bowie each other. Which is- <laughs> oh God, I would love to be a fly on the wall for that. Uh, sings harmonies, which is uh, it's just it, my life is surreal. <laughs> uh, and uh, and so yeah, you also have you have we have Captain Marvel on shelves now. You have Ghost and Avengers Assemble, right? Yeah, you're uh, uh, Avengers Assemble. Um, uh, I think issue ten comes out on. No, it's not this week. I think it's next week. Okay. Um, and uh, Captain Marvel issue eight is next. I'm not sure when that's due. Um, uh, Ghost issue three is coming up, and uh, and then yeah, watch my Twitter feed for new projects. You're 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 killing right now, and it's it's all because of us. So uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate it. I'm in your debt. Yeah, I look yeah. forward to our next chat. Yeah. Us too, us too. Thank yes. you so much, Kelly. Yeah. Guys, take care. Yeah. Good Thank night. you very much. Good night. Goodbye.